Hey guys, this is the Phoenix Wex Show, episode two. Um, eventually, I will get around to making theme music, but for now, do 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 do. The Phoenix Wex Show. All right, that'll have to do for now. Um, episode two, I watched. What did I watch? You're next. I watched You're Next. I forgot because this movie's so fucking forgettable. What am I talking about again? Uh, you're next. All right. Um, but seriously, this movie was nothing. It was nothing. It was nonsense. It was an hour and a half or so, give or take. Let's see what the actual runtime was. It was way too fucking long. It was 95 minutes. And the premise took about 14 of those 95 minutes. So what you're left with is 80 minutes of just filler, just fucking nonsense. And it was basically the premise is people start dying. They don't know why. And blah, blah, blah. It doesn't like, and fill in an ending, a twist ending there at the very end. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It starts off with, all right, to be honest, let's start with the neighbors die. These people just die. They get killed. And then they pretty much did that so that later on, I'll get into it. Never mind. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm angry at this fucking movie. I really am. All right. So um, later on, there's. There's a whole opening sequence, a cold opening about these people who get killed. You don't know who they are. And it's just there for you, the script to have that death scene in the beginning. And that's how movie scripts get picked up, you know, by by studios. Is It's got to be right off the bat, right off the bat. got to be an action sequence or some deaths or something. If this is a horror movie, it has to have the deaths in the beginning. All right, so it goes from that to this family's all getting together and there's these this older couple and their kids are coming over and they are probably the worst actors I've ever seen. Not expressively. They're all right. They're fine. But the dad, the father figure is just like, all right, all right, dear, let's get into the house. Now I'm reading my lines directly off the script. It's like one of a Senator. What's that guy? I don't remember his name. I'm not going to. So he was in the early nineties. He was an SNL. He hosts Saturday Night Live and he's up on like a, a rooftop and he's just like trying to be funny because he's a host of SNL and he's just literally scanning each line and per word, like word for word off the cue cards. And it's so obvious and so unfunny and painful. And this is what it felt like. Just senior actors reading off cue cards. And it looked and felt more like a Viagra commercial or like a Cialis. It was like, the next step of your life is looking good. Like seniors. But they're just waiting for their kids. And so the kids show up eventually one at a time and they keep going back a few minutes and then replaying that scene as if you're going to see it differently the second time. And I kept waiting for that to pay off and it never did. It never paid off. They kept showing the, and the wife was getting scared because she kept hearing noises upstairs. Well, actually, she kept meaning once this happened, but they showed it twice. She got scared because she heard something upstairs and she told her husband and he didn't give a fuck. He's like, all right, go outside, go outside. I'll deal with it. I'll bring this if it makes you feel any better. Just go outside. And later on, one of the, they showed that it's one of the kids that arrived and then the other kids are upstairs. And then later on, they show that scene again. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to show something. Nope. The exact same scene. They showed that scene twice. 
in a 95 minute movie why I don't know maybe I missed something it wasn't because I was dumb it's just because I wasn't focused because it was boring would hold my attention uh, but basically these people want, the brother goes to the window and he gets shot with an arrow and, or actually in the head excuse me and then he dies and then the family starts freaking out but previously they were fucking arguing like hardcore and they're, they're it's like this ragtag group of family members and it's like two brothers I think and then a daughter and then the parents and then all of them have their significant others and they're basically there for horror movie fodder which is just death they're there to die and uh, so the guy gets a first in the head and then uh, it's fucking nonsense for the rest of the time uh, I had to resort to drinking because of this movie um they start dying one at a time, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't. First, you, you don't see anybody because it's just an arrow through the window, and then arrows through the window keep shooting it. And they shoot the family photo on the wall as if that signified anything. I think you shot the guy that they, they shot in real life on the family photo because we need to see it twice. And uh, I don't know where to go from there. This movie, I'm not going to go see my scene. This isn't Lording in Wonderland. Um, but the family learns. I don't know why I said that. They die. I don't know why they don't learn. They learn how to not live anymore. All right. Um, they, they they die one at a time. Very anticlimactically. Like the wife gets killed upstairs. The mom. And the husband's like, they killed my wife. Oh, I'm, what am I going to use my sales on now? And he's all crying, and then the da- like the daughter gets killed. I get their throat slit, excuse me, because there's a wire in the door, and she goes just slow motion running out, and it's so stupid, all of it. It's so boring. It reminded me of The Strangers, that shitty movie with uh, Liv Tyler. It was so boring, so unnecessary. It was just like okay, and it's like a cross between that and uh, what's that movie that just came out with? Uh, the Purge where they're wearing the masks it's like that this came out before this was technically made before The Purge but it reminded me a lot of it where they're not in the house yet and they're just trying to get in the house and this they're kind of slowly getting in the house and eventually they do it's just stupid because they set up earlier in the movie that the parents are loaded and the kids are I guess in financial trouble I guess and then they so they Reveal that one of the brothers, who is Nicholas Tukey, or Felix, as the movie calls him, is with his girlfriend. They um, they're killing their parents. They're having people kill their parents, I should say, so they can get the inheritance. They're going to kill all the siblings except uh, what's his name, AJ Bowen's character, Crispian. Yes, I read that off the screen and then looked at you because I don't fucking know any characters' names other than Felix. And I kept th- thinking they were saying Phoenix, so I got excited. I'm like, ooh, oh, Felix. Um, but Felix and Crispian, that's the name, are involved in this scheme to kill their parents and take over the inheritance instead of just playing the old-fashioned waiting game. I guess they want to cut their other brother and their sister out. Anyway, um, so they get their parents. Parents are killed. What they didn't count on, though, was uh, Crispin's girlfriend, 
Aaron is like a fucking hardcore survival expert. She said later on, she says that she grew up in a survival camp or something like that. What's that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't. Never heard of that. Is that a thing? I don't. I've never. It's like a cult. It sounds like a cult. I'm gonna go with a cult. All right. But she. She remind, it reminded me of for two reasons. This. I'll get to the one. The second part later on. It reminded me of Night of the Living Dead. They start boarding up windows. She's the fucking expert. She's getting them in control. She reminds me of the black dude from Night of the Living Dead. She starts telling everyone what to do and gets them all together. Clumps down to her hysteric nature. Gets them into the room. Starts pounding the nails and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna start boarding up windows and doors and stuff. And then that's one reason it reminded me of Night of the Living Dead. Second reason is later on, she foils the scheme, kills all of the brother, kills the brother and his girlfriend. She kills the one brother, the main brother, the Felix, with a blender on his head. She breaks the glass, puts the blender on his head, plugs it in. Of course, that scatters his brains. She drinks a brain smoothie. She kills his girlfriend. How did she kill his girlfriend? I don't remember. They're also in the kitchen, and she just sits there between the two bodies. That's a pretty cool shot. That's the one cool shot in the movie. Um, 90 minutes in the movie. Yeah. But she's... She's all right. She's a good actress, I guess. She's British in the movie. I don't know if she is in real life. I could easily look, but I don't care. Um, she saves the day, and then she her boyfriend comes in, Crispian, and it's revealed that he's alive the whole time, and he's been in on it because of exposition phone call he makes to his brother, who he thinks is alive, but he's not. When she puts the blender on his head, she answers the cell phone. Like, she doesn't say anything. She's like, eh. So sitting there, and he's like, Immediately goes into movie exposition mode where he spills his guts. and's like, what did we do? This I can't believe we killed our parents. And you know, you know, I'm not a part of that. Is it over yet? I want to go inside. It's cold out here. I'm just going to go inside. Fuck it. Uh. He comes inside and he's like, he's got a beard. He's a fucking hipster man, you know. He's got a PBR in his one hand. Corncob pipe. None of that's real. He has a beard though. He comes inside and he's like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, Drops the cell phone. He's like, you're in on this? Uh, uh. Blood. She's covered in gore. You're in on this? You're in on this? She's British. He's like, oh, babes. You know how poor we are? You know how strapped for cash we are? She's like, you're going to kill me? He's like, no, you're not supposed to die. You're not supposed to. They were supposed to leave you as a witness. Blah, blah, blah. She doesn't believe him. He gets closer. I should also mention the entire movie, they play a soundtrack that is like Pitfall or like Mega Man for Super Nintendo. It's like a video game soundtrack for, for like a fucking arcade game. It's just repetitive. It's not horrible music, honestly, but it goes on the entire movie. So by the end, you want them all to die and the movie to end just as soon as possible you know like i don't care how invested i am in her i want this music to end it hasn't let up the entire movie but she get, he gets closer and she stabs him in the neck doesn't believe him just as he's falling you hear like you hear basically what equates to a pop or like a cap gun it's like one single it sounded like that that real and then she falls and he, he, the camera pans over and you see this cop, this like rookie cop in the window, like, oh fuck, oh shit. And he comes around to the door 
And she's all right because she's a goddamn zombie. Like, fucking, not a zombie. Not a zombie at all. Like I said, it reminds me of another Living Dead. This scene especially. This is number two I was telling you about. Because in the end of Night of the Living Dead, spoiler alert for a 50-year-old movie, the black dude saves everyone. He tries his hardest to survive. Get everyone through the night. When the sun finally comes up, he looks in the window, gets shot in the head by a hunter who's just standing there and thinks he's a thinks he's a zombie. There's a racist undertone in this movie, that movie. But this one, she finally survives all of it. It's oh, finally over. Shot through the window by a cop. The exact same ending, but she survived. She gets up, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And she gets up, and I was like, "Oh, that was the that would have been one cool thing I could have remembered this movie by was a kind of cool. I've already seen an ending, but it's thrown on the end of a shitty movie kind of makes it rememberable. And instead, now it's nothing. This movie is nothing. It's just felt like ten other movies strapped together, just glued together. It was. Eh, was it horrible? It, Ty West is in and has done some terrible movies like The Innkeepers, VHS. I like The House of the Devil, but that's Brian Posehn recommended it and I liked it. But he, but The Innkeepers is boring and the girl kind of was kind of a shitty actress. And but this one, I don't know. I liked it. He didn't really have anything to do with story and he didn't direct it, but. He's in it. He's associated with it. He's usually associated with some shit projects, but I didn't mind him. I don't know. Um, the movie ends. She lives. The cop comes in through the door, and she's like, no, with that much affectation. He comes in, and then some axe comes out and chops his fucking head open, and it's blood splatters, and it says, you're next, and like crazy blood font. End of movie. Credits. And then an actual song over the credits instead of, video game poker music I don't, it was whole fucking horrible the movie itself wasn't that bad but it was boring it was just boring that's all I can really say about it I'd love to add more but the, such a flat A story leads to not it means diminishing returns because you're not invested at all in the story you don't know any of the characters because your introduction to them is them hating each other. And then they all die. And you're like, that horrible family died. That's the end of that story. They all hated each other. She was the only outsider. I agree. But. Like I said, this movie reverted me to drinking. Um, where else do I go? I guess that's it. Don't watch, don't watch this movie. I would give it a... My scale works as follows. Six is where I didn't mind the movie, but I didn't like it that much. So six is like, eh. I didn't have a strong reaction one way or the other. Seven and above is different varying levels of me liking it. Six and below, five and below, excuse me. Five is where I start hating it. And below that is worse. So six is middle of the road for me. Six. That's why I gave Catching Fire six. It was okay. I wasn't for me. I don't have a vagina or I'm not 15. So that movie was a six. This movie, Your Next, I would probably give a four. I would say five. I didn't like it. But it was so unnecessary as a 
story-wise. There's nothing to it. Nothing behind it other than, my parents have money. And the producers saw Trespass, that Nick Cage movie. And we think we could do that and make it better. You can't. You can't do it. Trespass is horrible. This might have been better than Trespass because it was better directed, which is weird because Trespass had Joel Schumacher and this had fucking a guy. I don't know. Which... It does explain why it was made in 2011 and finally got released in 2013. That could be part of it. I don't know. But I would give it probably a four. It wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination. It was just, eh, eh. It was unnecessary. That's all I can really say. So this ends episode two. As far as review goes, although I do got to tell you about a couple things. Check out loitingandwonderland.com. Check it out. And then on there, we got the Loitering Wonderland podcast. Eventually, starting in two days here, we're going to record the Incredible Negative Man episode one. And then that'll come up eventually on the, on the site probably in the next week or so. Um, this is late January 2014. Um, after that, we also have... My friend show, Richard Pierce from California, he's got uh, Midnight with Robert Shaw with his friend Kyle on there. They do a show about movies, movie reviews. That's mostly what my, sh- my website's going to be about. It's got to let you know. It's what I know. It's what I went to school for. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. If you don't like movies, why are you watching this? Um, yeah, what else can I say? Check out the website and leave comments. Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube. Instagram, it's either all Lonely Wonderland or LIW Podcast. LIW Podcast. Check it out and leave comments and reviews. Suggest movies I need to do either on Lonely Wonderland or this Phoenix West show. I don't know what else to say. I'm trying to keep these short. This is going to be a shorter show because my other ones are like an hour, hour and a half. So this is a short one. Fucking comment, motherfucker. I guess. Oh yeah, there's a great, great quote in this. I have to, I have to say it. When they kill his parents, this just came to my head. I don't know why. When they kill his parents, his girlfriend is freaky and has a weird name. She's like, she just takes off her shirt, shows off her little weird bra. That's kind of netting. And she goes, she's like, wants to fuck, and she's like, fuck me next to your dead mother. And he's like, what? Why? Why would I do that? Why would you say that? And she's like, you're never anything freaky. And he's like, really? I think he's referencing the fact that they're killing his parents and family. But she just goes, oh, yeah, then fuck me next to your dead mom. And he's like, understandably. He's like, no, no, why? And he gets up and leaves to go get more Cialis from his dad, probably. I don't know. And she's just like staring at his dead mom and like, Takes off her ring and puts it on her. She's like, yeah. And presumes to flick it for all I fucking know. I don't know. I'm going to leave you with that thought. See you guys eventually. I don't, there's not a schedule to this show. So it's just whenever I watch a movie that I didn't particularly like. I might I might eventually do movies I like. I don't know. I want to rewatch Wolf of Wall Street because I loved it. But it's been a couple weeks since I've seen it. So I don't know what to say about it. I have to watch. It has to be within a day or maybe two at the most. But uh, stay tuned for comment. Thanks, guys. I winked. I don't know why. I'm sorry. 
that sexually aggressive? Is that harassment? I'm sorry. 